turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Good morning, Colorado, Arizona, and anybody else listening to us. Some of the stuff I want to talk about today, uh, precious metals, gold and silver. Uh, just to remind everybody, we got uh, so many different ways in which you can participate. Uh, we got Arlene over there in the office. She's the main one that will handle gold IRAs. We don't talk about these every day, but you want to switch some of those things that you got into a uh, – uh, into into a, an IRA that seems a little more sensible in a lot of ways. Uh, once again, you can call the number 800-951-0592. Talk to Arlene and uh, move some things into a gold IRA. You know, you don't have to physically possess it. I know that some people, especially new customers, are like, I don't know. Man, I having all those metals in my house, I feel unsafe. Uh, I think every person is different. I, you know, I, I know where I put my gold and silver. I feel f- fine with it, but some people would rather have it held off-premises or where they won't lose it if they hide it from themselves. A gold IRA will do that quite well. Uh, we have the metals program, another great way to buy. You're like, well, I, a lot of people are like, well, I'm going to buy gold and silver. I've studied enough about it that this is a great place to put money that's not being moved into anything else, you know, savings. And uh, what the metals program will do for you is we uh, charge you once a month, minimum of $100, Really, no maximum. You can do a thousand. You can do ten thousand per month, uh, anywhere in between. And after three months go by, we will make up a purchase for the metals program that quarter, and we will get the metals in. We'll call you in to pick up, or we'll ship it out to you. And uh, you don't have to think about what gold you're getting, what silver you're getting. You're just going to get a large buy with all the other metals programs. We'll get you a, a price for all the metals programs and. Uh, Get it to you every quarter, four times a year. Great way to go if you just want to get into it, but you don't really want to have to think a lot about it. reason you use Patriot Trading Group is the trust. Been here over 25 years, and uh, we just don't get complaints. Uh, anytime there's a mistake and mistakes happen, we just work with the customer and get it taken care of. Uh, there's the other way. You just simply listen to the radio shows or go to allamericangold.com. And from there, you can order. You can order online at allamericangold.com. Or during business hours, you can uh, call 800-951-0592. Kathy or Brittany or Arlene will answer the phones and take your order. Um, Quite often, we'll have a gold or silver special. And when you hear those specials on the air at 9 o'clock Colorado time, and it's either 9 o'clock or 8 o'clock Arizona time, you can uh, you can call in on the special. I have a special coming up. I'll get to here in just a minute. Uh, when you call, you just say you want the special. Uh, the only really important question after that is, well, how many do you want? And we'll take you the pertinent information. And when the items ship to Arizona, Colorado, we'll call you in for an appointment to pick up. Or once again, if you're out of out of Colorado, Arizona, you're too far away, we'll, we'll ship it to you. Uh, another thing we do is we purchase gold and silver. Something we don't talk about a lot. But we have a lot of people selling in 2023. There's still people 
selling in 2024. We are a full, fully functional gold and silver business. Call us up and uh, set up an appointment. Tell us what you want to sell. We'll get you a price. If you like what you hear, then we'll set, set an appointment for you to pay, to drop it off, and we'll get that money to you in several different ways. So once again, it all stems from our phone number in the Arizona office, 800 951 I can't emphasize that phone number enough. We have customers. <laughs> I've been doing this almost six years. Still have customers that don't know the phone number, which is fine. I get it. But uh, I think I've said the phone number a lot. Uh, I can imagine Eric and Joe and in the years that they've done the show, that phone number's got to be. Joe could retire today, and 20 years from now, he'll still have that number rolling around in his head. 800 951 I'm going to talk a little bit on the next segment. I got an article, kind of an older article, but it's. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's a long one. I'm going to read into it. I got some other stuff about jobs and housing, uh, a video that I might play. So I got a pretty good uh, show lined up. But the article I want to read is uh, going to talk uh, very in-depth about Executive Order 11110, John F. Kennedy. We talk about it. We mention it a lot, but sometimes... People new to the show, they hear that. They haven't really looked it up. They maybe have a vague understanding. I'm, I'm going to read a little bit of the history of it, uh, kind of let, let you know why uh, you need to buy gold and silver because I don't think the Federal Reserve is going away anytime soon. I know you hear some people talking about replacing the old system and the Fed going away, but not without a fight, that's for sure. I'll have that gold special and silver special on the other side, and we'll talk a little bit out, a little bit about Executive Order 11110. Welcome back to the Patriot Radio News Hour. The number to call for gold and silver, 800-951-0592. Uh, the gold special is simple but uh, effective. Uh, on the website, allamericangold.com, we have $20 gold pieces for $2240. Gold is up a little bit. I'll do a quick check. It looks like it's up about $7, uh, $2,027. With gold being up a little bit, uh, but not a whole lot, I'm taking the $20 gold pieces for today only, the non-Joe show. Got to call in today before the girls leave the office. You can get $20 gold pieces, one through however many you want, for $2,220. Two 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 zero. Call eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I just knocked twenty dollars right off those twenty dollars gold pieces for today only. Uh, we did. I, we had the dimes yesterday for ninety dollars a roll. I'm going to keep that special. It's on the website at allamericangold.com. Buy as many of those as possible. Buy as many twenties as you can. If you can't today, then that's okay. I understand, but. Uh, for those that have those funds, and we know tax tax season's rolling through here. We're getting to the end of January. Some people are probably starting to get ready to put those early tax returns in, and we'll be here for your gold and silver needs. We get a lot of customers that like to cash in their their tax returns if they get one into precious metals. So get us a call, $2,220 on $20 liberties and $90 rolls of dimes today and today only. So uh, let's get into the John F. Kennedy. You know, we, you hear us talk about him on the uh, Half Empty Cup of Joe quite a bit. We uh, we cover it a little bit. You know, the guy was assassinated and all these things, all the rumors, what happened, the conspiracy. But 
One factual thing is uh, he signed an executive order, 11110. I'm going to talk about what that is and how threatening it was to the system in place. Uh, John F. Kennedy did many things that was against the system that was in place. He was assassinated, and you can point your fingers at everything from mafia to Cubans to Russians to the Federal Reserve and the U.S. government, the CIA. But one thing he did that was very aggressive towards the monetary system in place was this executive order. Let me let me read this. This article's been out for a while, but I, I keep it in my toolbox, so to speak, uh, bring it out on day like this when Joe's not around. But uh, on June 4th, 1963, a virtually unknown president decree, executive order, 11110 was signed with the authority to basically strip the Federal Reserve Bank of its power to loan money to the United States federal government at interest. With the stroke of a pen, President Kennedy declared that the privately owned Federal Reserve Bank would soon be out of business. The Christian Law Fellowship has exhaustively researched this matter through the Federal Register and the Library of Congress. We can safely conclude that this executive order has never been repealed or superseded by any subsequent executive orders. In simple terms, this executive order is still in place. While President John Fitzgerald Kennedy, the author of Profiles in Courage, signed the order against any silver bullion, silver or standard silver dollars in the Treasury. So but back in those 1960s, uh, in many of the federal banks uh, around the country, there was these bags and bags and bags and bags of uncirculated, sometimes circulated uh, Morgan dollars, mostly sometimes the peace dollars. Also, uh, they were all it was it was reserves held by the, the government used to hold things like gold, right? And uh, they held a bunch of silver. Well, the uh, these these were not silver certificates, but they are certificates. Uh, United States notes is what they were called. They were uh, printed against the silver that the federal government held. And uh, so, yeah, I guess you could say it was a silver certificate in one one regard, but he wasn't going to overprint these things. He was just simply going to give a little bit of the money printing back to the government and away from the privately held Federal Reserve Bank. Uh, let me continue here. This means for every ounce of silver in the U.S. Treasury vault, the government could introduce new money into circulation based on the silver bullion physically held there. As a result, more than $4 billion in United States notes were brought into circulation in the form of $2 bills and $5 bill denominations. $10 bills and $20 United States notes were never circulated but were being printed by the Treasury Department at the time of Kennedy's assassination. It appears obviously that President Kennedy knew the Federal Reserve notes being used as the purported legal currency were contrary to the Constitution of the United States. United States notes were issued as an interest-free and debt-free, and that's the key part. Uh, every time the Federal Reserve is printing money, they're loaning it to the federal, the federal government at interest. President Kennedy was probably reading about the greenback, something from the 1860s, uh, Abraham Lincoln, how, how he funded the North War effort through a fiat currency that he printed with the Treasury. Because when Abraham Lincoln went to the banks for war loans to pay his troops and fund the war, uh, 
the bankers of America who were hand in hand with the Bank of England, the European bankers, the Rothschilds and such, they said, yeah, Abe, we'll give you 37% interest. Abraham Lincoln knew that he was going to in, in debt the country and end up with a central bank and cause further problems that, that led up to the Civil War to begin with. So he just looked at, well, wait a minute, this is the Treasury. It says in the Constitution, gold and silver and, uh, uh, and, and, and bills of credit. So that's what the, the greenback was, and that's, that's what this was. John F. Kennedy's was better than a bill of credit because he had silver backing it up. It was even better. Uh, he, uh, he compared the Federal Reserve note issued from a private central bank of the United States, the Federal Reserve Bank, AAK, the Federal Reserve System, with a United States note from the U.S. Treasury issued by President Kennedy's executive order. They almost look alike, look alike except... One says Federal Reserve note at the top, and the other says United States note. I actually have a couple of these. Maybe I'll run and get them on the break and show them to you guys. Very interesting. Very interesting stuff. Obviously, you'll have to go to our YouTube channel or Rumble channel to see it. But uh, Also, the Federal Reserve note has a green seal and serial number, while the United States note has a red seal and a red serial number. President Kennedy was assassinated on November 22, 1963, and the United States notes he had issued were immediately taken out of circulation. Federal Reserve notes continued to serve as legal currency of the nation. According to the United States Secret Service, 99% of all paper currency circulated, circulating in 1999, that's a long time ago, are Federal Reserve notes. Kennedy knew that if the silver-backed United States notes were widely circulated, they would have eliminated the demand for Federal Reserve notes. This is a very simple matter of economics. The United States note was backed by silver, and the Federal Reserve note was backed was not backed by anything of intrinsic value. Executive Order 11110 should have prevented the national debt from reaching its current levels, and <laughs> Back when this article was written, uh, this is when uh, – uh, boy, this is an old article. This is about $10 trillion in debt. So this shows you how dated this article is. Uh, now we're at $34 trillion. Uh, United States notes doesn't need debt. It doesn't need to be borrowed into existence. A, 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 a government certificate can just be created or it can be backed by gold and silver. So you could essentially pay off the debt with this. You can trade one-to-one -one these notes versus the Federal Reserve notes, and then the debt would go away. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the exec Executive Order 11110 gave the United States of America the ability to once again create its own money backed by silver and uh, ha have value behind the currency. Again, something uh, to our own research, just five months after Kennedy was assassinated, no more of the series 1958 silver certificates were issued or the 1963 United States notes were issued, and they were removed from circulation. Perhaps the assassination of John F. Kennedy was a warning to all future presidents not to interfere with the private Federal Reserve's control over the creation of money. It seems very apparent that President Kennedy's uh, Challenge the powers that exist behind the U.S. and world finance. With that, with true patriotic courage, John F. Kennedy boldly faced the two most successful vehicles that have ever been used to drive up debt. One, the Vietnam War, which he was going to end. Or two, the creation of money by a centrally controlled bank. 
His efforts to have the United States troops pull out of Vietnam in 1965, combined with the Executive Order 11110, would have destroyed the profits and control of the private Federal Reserve Bank. So in 1965 was the plan to get the troops out of Vietnam. That would have ended the military-industrial complex uh, as far as a major war, which that's what it turned into. And uh, the printing of Federal Reserve notes probably would have – he would have aggressively continued to push forward on that. But in 1963, while he was – you know, looking forward to the 1964 election to, for re, for re-election to put put these things into place, uh, he did not make it. Let's let's talk a little bit about the executive order. Uh, the amendment of executive order number one zero two eight nine is amended relating to the performance of certain functions affecting the Department of the Treasury by virtue of the authority vested invested. In me, sections uh, 301 of Title Three of the United States Code, is it is ordered as follows. So this is Executive Order 11110, at least the part, the front part of it. Section 1, Executive Order Number 10289 of September 191951, as amended, is hereby further amended, A, by adding at the end of paragraph 1 thereof the following subparagraph, the authority invested in the President of Section 43, Act of May 12, 1933, that's the bankruptcy of America and the suspension of gold, by the way, is in, is in there, is amended. To issue silver certificates against any silver bullion, silver, or standard silver dollars in the Treasury, not held by redemption of any outstanding silver certificates, to prescribe the, denom uh, the denominations of such silver certificates and to coin standard silver dollars and silver currency for their redemption. B, by revoking the subparagraphs of, of paragraph 2 thereof, section 2, the amendment made by this order shall not affect any act done or any right accruing and, uh, or uh, accrued by any suit or proceeding had a, com uh, a commenced or in a civil or a criminal cause prior to the date of this order. But all such liabilities shall continue and may be enforced as if said amendments had not been made. Basically, he's, he's, it's, it's just the long, you know, it's, it's just legal speak for, look, you know, there's silver, we can print money. We're not uh, adhering to strictly to what happened in 1933. Where they uh, essentially uh, ended the United States as a country, it turned into the corporate state of the United, you know, the corporate United States of America, and it uh, suspended gold, bankrupt America, and then also it said, look, uh, the Federal Reserve is not the only authority to print the money, the currency. Uh, if we have assets, uh, the Treasury will print against those assets. So. Very, uh, very strong, strong resistance against the system in place. You, you don't do this as a president uh, lightly. You know, this was definitely thought through. Uh, John F. Kennedy had spoken many times, uh, especially in the year before he was assassinated, that he, he knew he was in trouble. Uh, his wife knew he was in trouble. His brother, Bobby Kennedy, Robert Kennedy, knew that he was in trouble, but they were trying to do something. They... Uh, John F. Kennedy, quite frankly, uh, came into office. He was supposed to do a job for the Kennedy family, which is an elite family. Started learning about how this country actually is, was built and uh, 
did some things that upset the apple cart, so to speak. So I'm going to read a little bit more about this when we get back on the side. 800-951-0592. Welcome back. The Patriot Radio News Hour. The number to call for gold and silver is 800-951-0592. Talking about Executive Order 11110, I'm going to come a little further into this because I just kind of set up what it is, but there's <laughs> this article's a long one, so it'll, it's going to take a while to get through it. But um, real quick on that gold special, if you didn't uh, tune in, I, I uh, talked about it in the first segment. Uh, on the website, allamericangold.com, you can always shop our prices. Obviously, you can go to this show and listen and uh, uh, call in the, the phone number, 800 800- Nine five one zero five nine two. Give give us a call and order as many as you want. We'll get those orders out to you as soon as they ship to our Arizona or Colorado offices, or we'll ship it to you. We st- we have quite a few customers all throughout the country or in Arizona, Colorado. Just kind of kind of too far of a drive to come in and meet with us, and we'll we'll ship those out. There is a shipping a flat shipping charge, but not too too bad depending on what you're buying. But uh, we have uh, on the website allamericangold.com. Uh, Twenty dollar liberties are two thousand two hundred and forty. Uh, gold is up six or seven. Let me uh, check and see if it's moved in the last few minutes. It's just still up about six bucks, two thousand twenty-six dollars. Um, today and today only. It's not going to. It's not going to show on the website. So if anyone's not listening and they call in, they're going to see the old price. But if you're listening in, this is for you guys listening to the show and wanting to get uh, some cheaper twenty-dollar gold pieces. Two thousand two hundred and twenty dollars. Two 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 zero. For each $20 gold piece, as many as you want. Uh, this is one through however many. It's for today only. Uh, you got to order uh, during the course of the day while the girls are in the office taking phone calls. So uh, uh, don't don't delay. Don't think, hey, I'm going to go home, uh, get off work at 5, I'm going to order this. There's not going to be anybody answering the phones. And uh, if Joe's here tomorrow, I'm not sure if Joe will be here tomorrow or not, but uh, don't think this special will be here tomorrow. So uh, give us give us a call, 800 951 Zero five nine two. We have uh, the rolls of dimes from yesterday. Silver is also up a little bit. Uh, Going to keep the silver dime special in place for one more day. They're n- <laughs> insanely low. Behold, a hundred dollars for a roll of dimes. Ninety bucks a roll for a roll of dimes. Uh, great way if you have a meager means. Uh, hey, I only got a hundred bucks. There you go. There's a roll of dimes. Get yourself a little more than three and a half ounces of silver for that hundred bucks. Uh, if you got got a little bit more means, you want to put some gold away. Two thousand two hundred and twenty dollars for a twenty dollar gold piece is your is your play, and, and uh, get as many as you want. If you if you got some money you need to turn over, go for it. Do it. It's it's a it's a great way to protect your hard earned savings. Uh, Executive order one 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 zero. I I did on the commercial break. I went and got the. I, I have a one two dollar bill and one five dollar bill. I, they're in the plastic, so I don't know if this is going to reflect badly. On the camera, but if you're if you're over at uh, the Patriot Radio News Hour at uh, uh, Rumble, or uh, then that's going to be posted later. Those are not live shows yet. We're, we're actually going to try to do live shows here in, in the future. But you'll be able to see. There's the two dollar bill. If you look uh, by my finger there, there's the red serial number. Over here is the red seal. It's going to be hard to see, but there's the, the year 1963. There's the reverse on that two dollar bill. A lot like the two dollar bills at the time that were. That were out there, but here's the five dollar bill. Check it out. There's Abraham Lincoln. Gotta get those fives out. Abraham Lincoln essentially doing the same thing in the 1860s during the Civil War. But uh, 
those are the uh, those are the notes that were printed. You know, four and a half uh, billion dollars worth. But uh, just just for fun, here's a here's a greenback. These things uh, these things you're not going to get. These were nice condition. I can't remember. I bought these a while back. They're pretty expensive. These are you know these are uh, printed in the 1860s. But this is a greenback. This is what uh, Abraham Lincoln was printing to. Uh, you know, he knew the banking system was trying to take this country back. Yeah, the Civil War was an economic war like they all are. And, he, and this is why they called it a greenback. You see that? That's the $1 bill. You could probably go to a coin shop or, uh, you know, go online and look for these guys, and they're going to cost you. The, uh, the, 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 the Treasury notes that, that Kennedy printed, you could find those. They're not too expensive. I don't know what they're at now. You know, if you can get a really nice one for 20 bucks or 15 bucks somewhere, but... Then uh, they're worse condition. You can get them really cheap. These guys here. Here's the five dollar greenback. These guys in high uh, and, and even in bad condition are, are a lot. But uh, see, so check that out. You're gonna have to go now. You have to go to the website today to, to take a look at these guys. This is the five dollar greenback. These were uh, printed during uh, Abraham Lincoln's tenure as president during the Civil War. But. Uh, interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Let me let me read a little further into this. Uh, we're talking about Executive Order One 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 Zero, put into action five months, only five months before John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Uh, interesting thing, though, just to tie, because I don't know if it's going to be in this article. If I'll get to it, but uh, in 1971, when Richard Nixon delinked gold from the dollar, essentially another. This is our second bankruptcy. When uh, when he did so. He was also the president that started, oh, look, we've got these collector's coins, these Morgan silver dollars, and you can buy these from the treasury. And they unloaded all the bags of silver out of the treasury, got rid of those suckers. Uh, you heard me at the beginning of the article. It said that uh, Executive Order 11110 was never uh, no president after John F. Kennedy got rid of this. They didn't because one thing that uh, a new president will do sometimes is come in and let's say Barack Obama had I don't know 300 executive orders when Trump came in. Uh, interestingly enough, he didn't get rid of all of them. He got rid of like 30 of them or 40 of them. I guess he didn't dislike Obama that much. He just got rid of about third. But but the, the next president does come in and, and stomp all over some of the president uh, the executive orders of the previous president and get rid gets rid of some of those. Those, but no president has gotten rid of this executive order. But Nixon, two presidents after John F. Kennedy, did extinguish all the silver out of federal banks. You won't see a whole lot of silver in the in the, in the, uh, the United States government's uh, reserves anymore. But uh, let me continue on here. We got uh, the Federal Reserve Bank, aka the Federal Reserve System, is a private corporation. Black's Law Dictionary defines the Federal Reserve System as a network of 12 central banks to which most national banks belong and to which state charter banks may belong. Membership rules required investment of stock. You got to buy, you got to be a member, a buying member of the Federal Reserve Bank. And and minimum reserves. Privately owned banks own the stock of the Fed. This was explained in more detail in the case of Lewis versus the United States the Federal Reporter, Second Series, Volume 680, pages 1239-1241 in 1982, where the court said, Each Federal Reserve Bank is a separate corporation owned by commercial banks in its region. The stockholding commercial banks elect two-thirds of the bank's nine member uh, board of directors, and then the rest are 
nominated by the president. The Federal Reserve Banks are locally controlled by their member banks. Once again, according to Black's Law Dictionary, we find that these privately owned banks actually issue money. This is a quote. The Federal Reserve Act law, which created the Federal Reserve Banks, which act as agents in maintaining money reserves, issuing money in the form of banknotes, lending money to banks, and supervising banks, administered by the Federal Reserve Board. The federal government was not mentioned in any of that part when it comes to the money. We'll have more when you come back. 800-951-0592. Get those gold $20 liberties for 2220 total. Welcome back. The Patriot Radio News Hour uh, talking about Executive Order 11110. You know, uh, I'll read a little bit more of this possibly, but, you know, it's, it's interesting. This is... When you look at uh, privatized banking, uh, controlling the assets and the money creation, the interest rates of a country, uh, it goes back to the very beginning of our country's history. Uh, I won't have time on this show to, to go over a lot of the details of those facts, but uh, my favorite president is, is uh, Andrew Jackson, and he's slammed and slandered and attacked for so many things, slave owner, Indian killer, and, and whatnot, uh, which if you properly do your history, you find that uh, if you just have some common sense, you know that people that lived in the 1800s are a different type of civilization altogether, but uh, in a lot of ways very much more uh, of a of a civilized and intelligent group of individuals that cared more about the more important things that are going on. They were not as easily distracted by the things that you see in America today. They were more concerned about the country and their, and their, especially their, their community around them. And, uh, this country quite frankly was, was formed because of a lack of circulating money you hear, you know, no, uh, taxation without representation. You hear this a lot when, we, when you're in school. Uh, the taxes that the average American pays, even the poorest of Americans, is by far greater than the colonists dealt with when they broke away from England. Uh, and it, if for some people, that doesn't make sense. The, all you have to do is just look at federal income tax, which the colonists didn't even have income tax, right? Uh, the 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 taxes we pay on property, a man's property, uh, a, a, a man's uh, work is his property was what the uh, the, uh, the founding fathers had, had mentioned many times. Meaning you should not tax a man's property, which means you don't tax a man's house. You can have a purchase tax. There's local taxes. There, there are taxes to help a community grow, but you don't need income tax. Income tax is slavery. It's it's about stealing from the citizens to empower the government. Uh, we were supposed to have limited powers. So Andrew Jackson, uh, you know, he wasn't one of the founding fathers, but he did fight in the war for independence as a, a teenager. Had a very deep animosity towards the British. Uh, essentially, uh, was was orphaned uh, with no brothers and sisters uh, by the end of the conflict. Uh, his dad died when he was young. His mom died uh, trying to, you know, of illness, trying to clean up and, and, and help the soldiers during the war. His brother died of uh, an illness while him and his brother were uh, prisoners in a British uh, prison. 
got his face slashed by a sword because he wouldn't clean the boots of a British officer. I mean, the guy was he was as tough as nails. But at the beginning of our country's history, the, there was no circulating money. Uh, what, what, what would the British do? They, they, they wouldn't allow the colonists to actually have copper coins, silver coins, gold coins in circulation to actually pay the taxes and the things required from the government. And so the, the British are like, well, if you don't have money to pay your taxes, we'll take half your field when you harvest. We'll take half of what you're pulling out of that mine. You know, uh, we will, we will, how, how, we will use your property to, uh, to, to for our, our troops to sleep when we move through your town. We'll, we'll take some whatever goods out of your store. You know, clothing and ammunition and firearms and whatever, whatever, whatever your business was was being taken if you didn't have coinage. And the British purposely gave had no coinage. And uh, Joe sometimes talks about the. Uh, Colonial script, this money that was being printed in, in Pennsylvania. Well, actually, it was working really good. This is this is uh, misunderstood by most people. The colonial script was a, a money f- to circulate and do business in Pennsylvania and even surrounding states, and it was working fantastically because the colonists did not overprint. The problem was was the British did not like this competition for what they were doing in the colonies, and they. They sent over bales and bales on ships of counterfeit script, and they, the government, killed the colonial script. So that's why it's better to have backed currencies, but this lack of money made it impossible for the colonists to do business, so they broke away. They broke away from from, from uh, England, and what happened... Uh, was they, they they created this thing called the Constitution and the, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, but they had war debts. Remember the French? You know, Lafayette, and hey, we needed some help with some ships, and, and yay, yeah, we're going to win this war, right? Well, the French still wanted to collect the money for for what they did. There, there, there was war, you know, the banks of England, oh, hey, you know, we, we, we'll secretly loan you some. There was loans. There was, there was debt. And uh, the the Constitution was put in effect in 1789, but in 1791, we put a central bank in, in charge to pay these debts and to loan money and to start us immediately into the same situation at the bank. And the Bank of England and the First Bank of the United States, same thing. In 1811, you, you ever wonder, wonder why the, you know, the War of 1812, the war, why the War of 1812? People, people don't ask the questions. Well, I wonder why it's the War of 1812. Why didn't the British come back? It was 1776 that war started, 1781 when it ended. Why didn't the British come back in 1790, 1798, 1805? Why did the British choose 1812 to come and and start a war? Well, because in 1811, the Congress, represented uh, by the people, because back then you could vote for a congressman that would actually do what you want them to. Hey, we're voting for you to do this or this because you represent... And in 1811, by one vote, uh, these these banks, these first two banks, the uh, the United States, the Bank of the United States, the first Bank of the United States, and the second Bank of the United States, they were they were both chartered for 20 years. They 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 did you know they put a limit on how long that bank would be in charge. And by one vote in Congress in 1811, they're like, yeah, we, this bank isn't working. We're still a bankrupt nation. And they, they got rid of it. And 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 uh, the Rothschilds, the the Bank of England, are like, if you do not recharter this bank, there will be war. And there you go. There's your War of 1812. Andrew Jackson saw this. He was elected president in 1828 because of the War of 1812. 
when the war ended by 1815. Well, we have all these war debts. What are we going to do? Well, we'll get a central bank in place, the second bank of the United States, another 20-year charter from 1816 to 1836. See how it works? And then now we're, we're into a bank that's been around for 110 years, 111 years. Get your money out of that system. 800-951-0592. 800-951-0592. Joe let me know that this morning he wasn't going to be around. And uh, I've been been kind of preparing to talk about a little bit about Executive Order 11110 and talk a little bit about our banking history and always give those lessons out to pe- for people to understand that this is something that's been going on for, throughout the history of our country and that we failed to keep private corporations from running this country and uh, I'm not against private corporations I'm against private corporations running the monetary system and the money system of a country that's when things go wrong Uh, so as I was talking about uh, Andrew Jackson he in in January uh, let let me read here Andrew Jackson won the presidency in 1828 with the promise to end the national debt and eliminate the second bank of the United States. During his second term, President Jackson withdrew all government funds from the bank and on January 8, 1835, paid off the national debt. He is the only president in history to, to have done this. The charter of the second bank of the United States ended in 1836. As I was finishing the... The last segment, I had said, look, he, uh, Andrew Jackson uh, was, was elected president in 1828. He did what I said in that last paragraph. And in 1832, with four years left on the, the 20-year charter, enough banker-backed congresspeople and, and, uh, and, and senators were able to pass an early recharter in 1832 during the re-election year of Andrew Jackson. The, the issue had not been solved. Andrew Jackson was working as fast as he could, but he hadn't gotten rid of the bank yet. And uh, on July 4th, 1832, during an election year, he, they, they put the pressure. And the reason they passed this early charter is because in an election year, they're like, well, if he does anything really bad and he, you know, he, he creates controversy, he won't get re-elected. There's no way he's... he's He's brave or courageous enough to, to veto this. So they passed the early recharter on July 4th, 1832. Andrew Jackson vetoed the early recharter of the Second Bank of the United States. And in, you know, when he was reelected in a landslide, then paid off the national debt. No, no federal income tax, guys. No federal income tax. And he paid off the national debt. It was Western land movement and tariffs. Hey, British, if you're going to bring your goods here, uh, you're gonna pay. You're gonna pay taxes to bring your stuff here. Otherwise, this is the United States. We'll make what we need here. We surely like the stuff you got, but you know we're gonna we're gonna make sure that the businesses of America have just as much uh, of an ability to compete against the European nations. So, great history. You know, I, I could go on for a lot longer, but I, I do want to cover real quick. We do have a, a gold and silver special. Uh, we have twenty dollar liberties. For $2,220, get as many as you can. This is a today-only special. If you go to allamericangold.com, it still says $2,240. I just chopped $20 right off that price with gold up about $7 right now. Great great way to get gold, 800-951-0592. We still, I'm still keeping the, the dime special from yesterday open one more day at least. Uh, $90 for a roll of dimes. 
Uh, well over, you know, over three and a half ounces of silver in each of those rolls. Great way to get yourself into some gold and silver.